This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Before we get into today's episode, we would like to acknowledge and pay respects to the Wondry people of the Kulin Nation who are the traditional owners of this land. We pay our deepest respects to the elders, past and present, and to the next generation who we hope to create a different future for. The best career advice that you are not getting is to invest. Hello and welcome to Your Inglewood Company, a podcast that makes investing accessible for everyone. I am Maddie Guest and as always, I'm in some very good company with my co-host Sophie Dicker. Hi Mads. I feel so weird saying my full name. Maddie Guest. Maddie Guest. Sophie Dicker. I feel like you never really say your own name, do you? No. And I also always get called by my last name dicker but yeah it's changed a lot in the past year or two has it yeah i really started calling you so on here yeah because i always called you dicker most of my friends called me dicker but it's really had a shift to sophie maybe it's a maturing yeah maybe i'm just in a bit more trouble you know i feel like when people <laughs> say you're Louisa first Jane. Name, like if someone's like madeline you're yeah. like oh no one. even if i say it in a nice tone like madeline yeah, it's still, still like weird. Something's wrong. <laughs> anyway, week two of Feb. Recommend if you are just joining us, go back to last week's episode because Feb is all about, I guess, sort of four weeks with four steps or things that we are doing to set ourselves up for the year ahead. January doesn't count, so yeah. we start in February. Exactly. <laughs> but today is the second thing that we're going to chat about, which is a little bit controversial. We're talking about creating a budget Mm. but we'll caveat by saying it's not like a budget budget I just it's just like a like a little outline to help you understand what you're spending and help you kind of achieve your goals yeah so I guess for some context this is something that you have done recently yes I have such a weirdly like visceral reaction to you saying that we're going to be talking about budgets I have a real I don't like the idea of like constraining and I think, do you know what I actually think maybe it comes back to is that line that we sometimes talk about in the podcast where it's like women are often taught that the road to financial empowerment is learning to budget and the idea that in order to be financially successful or secure, we have to cut back versus, and this is a generalization, but the idea that men are taught to like invest and invest in themselves and grow their wealth, whereas we're taught to cut back. And I think Maybe that's why I don't like this. Yeah, I think that's a, a good point. I also think a lot of like budgets get a lot of slack because they have flack. been flack, slack. <laughs> they have been like kind of proven over and over to not really work because they are restrictive. Yeah. And life isn't like that. It's yeah. like if you plan too much, you're going to be disappointed. And that's mm. kind of what a budget is. It's just a disappointment. <laughs> so I guess with that in mind, what has led you to create one (laughs) so a couple of things I when I was reflecting in this year I was like okay I have a couple of goals for like um a saving how much I wanted my savings and how much I want invested Mm -hmm. I think I'm starting to plan out what it will look like in the next couple of years to potentially purchase property yeah so like a figure in a bank account and a figure in my investments investments is becoming more 
prominent or like mm. real, if yeah. that makes sense. And then the second thing is that I have some debt on my Amex, not a whole lot, but it's consistently stayed at that kind of like level. Yeah. Okay. And I want it gone. If you listen to last week's episode, I say I want to stop using my Amex. I just want it gone out of my life and I want to have a plan to get rid of it. I don't want to be like, I have to get rid of it all in one yeah. paycheck. Yeah, fair. So that's what's kind of landed me at like a bud, a bud, a budget. What can we call it? I don't want to. A financial plan? No, like you we don't need a fun like word. Like a, okay. like a friend. <laughs> yeah. Financial friend. My money friend. My tracker. I don't know. My money tracker. So whilst Something. you were talking just then, I was doing a bit of self-reflection. I can't quite remember when we talked about this, but it was at some point late last year where I think I spoke on the podcast about an article that my housemate sent me. Mm. And it was the idea of like two circles and one is your current self and one is your future self. Yeah, I remember And the idea this. that if there is a lot of overlap in terms of you being able to visualize what your future self looks like, mm. then you're more inclined to save money. And which, for example, you just saying then in the next couple of years, you want to buy a house. So mm. you are quite clear around how much money you want to have. And therefore you're making a budget or a finite money friend, whatever you called it. In you're order- my money friend. Oh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> also, hopefully just a normal friend, but anyway, <laughs> um, but therefore you're putting something in place to help you achieve that. Yeah. I said at the time that I find it quite hard to see what my future self looks like. Yeah. Which is maybe leading me to, you know, not want to budget and not want to cut back and do things like that, which maybe like, maybe it's all linked. Maybe I need yeah. to have a real think about where I actually want to be in a few years time. And then I might be more inclined to feel motivated about something like this. I think it is linked. Because How's that for self-reflection? That's, thank you for doing that right here and now. I loved it. I think that actually is very accurate because we have always spoken about, you know, having a certain amount in your savings as like your emergency fund. Mm-hmm. And I have that. Yeah. And so I've never thought I need more than that. Yeah. That's where I currently am. And then like, I'll look at, so I've got that fund and I'm like, cool, that's set. So if I've got leftover discretionary, I've obviously, I put my money in my investments. I do that straight away. I'm like, oh, I can spend it on stuff. Let's go buy stuff I don't actually need. You know, that's where the thing comes in. Totally. So I think this is what's been a catalyst. I've got now bigger figures that I'm going to work towards and I need to get rid of that mentality of just like, whatever, I can spend it because it's in my account, like put it towards something future self okay so I guess that sort of covers off the why and I would really love to hear from from you our listeners if you've got a budget if it's worked for you how sort of in detail or high level it's been I'm also keen for you to tell me what you've done so but before we do let's take a quick break for our sponsors Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. So, Soph, let's get into it. What is sort of, you sat down, you're like, okay, I'm going to make a budget, a financial plan, friend, whatever. (laughs) What was step one? What did you actually do to do this? So... Step one was to assess what is coming in. Okay. So looking at my salary that I make at work, I get it pretty much the same amount every month. Yeah. And then also um, a little bit of other income from the podcast. Yeah. So they're like kind of my first two lines and I summed them up and Mm -hmm. I look at what's coming in every month. And I also put in a little toggle. (laughs) By the way, I'm going to share this Excel spreadsheet, not with my figures, but for people to use. Amazing. I put a little toggle for a pay rise that I will try and get during the year. Good one. At a certain time. But I've kept it very conservative. Okay, question for you. And it is a personal question, but probably also applicable to lots of people. Our podcast income is very variable every month. Yes, good question. How did you go about that? So I had a little look at kind of the past six months Mm -hmm. of what we've made and I have averaged it out and I've made it conservative. So I've put in actually a lot less than what maybe we would make, if that makes sense. And I guess, you know, that's probably less of a thing for you because you've also got your regular salary that you know how much you're getting. But for people who genuinely every month it varies quite significantly for creatives and things like that that I guess is one of the first things that comes to mind in terms of like quite a big challenge with something like this because you don't really know what you're getting but I guess yeah looking back over the last six 12 months breaking it down and then maybe taking a more conservative figure as well could be a good way to to get around that yeah and being conservative just means that you don't get caught out yeah. during the year or during however long you want to make this budget for six months whatever so if mm. something one month is actually a lot worse it's like you've kind of still got that buffer got it so step one review your incomings incomings yeah step two step two let is- me guess Review your outgoings. (laughs) Yes, but it's actually a little bit more specific. Okay. The first one is to review your musts. So what must go out of your bank account? Okay. And the reason why it's not like look at all of your outgoings is because this is where I think budgets go wrong when Mm. you try and allocate every single part of your life to a budget. Got it. So the second step I did was the musts. So I have a rent amount, a bills amount, health insurance, um, supermarket shops on average just because that's a necessity and then also Mm -hmm. something like a Mikey like I'm always you know I spend like 50 bucks a week on it or something which does add up to that 200 bucks a month Mm -hmm. so I put in a little bucket all the absolutes and for me personally not applicable to everyone an absolute was also a payment to my Amex card that is repaying as well yeah well I guess it's any debt that you have which might be a credit card a car loan a mortgage so anything that comes out of your account regularly each week that you have to pay yeah exactly and then after that I looked at how much I had over like how much I had left over from the musts Mm -hmm. and I then kind of thought about the goals that I wanted for my savings and in my investing. Yeah. And the reason why I kind of did it at that point is because like, it's not outlandish to be like, Oh, I want this certain amount of money, but it's actually kind of good to see like, say a total figure 
yeah. of like what you have after your musts. And then it'll give you a baseline for what you can actually, like what you actually make in the year. Yes. What you have left over after the things you have to pay. Exactly. So then after that, I kind of made an average assumption of what I would spend on like the things that I love to do. So Mm -hmm. like eating out, socializing, (laughs) things that I love to do. Wow. just. (laughs) (laughs) And how did you get to that figure? Okay. So eating out, I, this sounds like a lot of work, but I promise it wasn't. I actually looked back to a couple of my nights out during summer Mm. I looked at one night where I just went to the pub and I didn't have dinner and I went and looked at one night when I went out with dinner with friends and I kind of averaged what I spent yeah if that makes sense yeah and then I made that figure not conservative I actually over yeah that figure if that makes sense so then that's the next line of it's not even I didn't call it eating out I didn't call it anything it's just like your discretionary fun fun fund fund. Yeah, yeah that I have there And then from that, that's when you can actually make a goal of like the amount you're going to put into investing and the amount you're going to put in savings. Got it. And the budget that I put together is on an Excel that's got formulas and stuff. This is why I want to share it because I can toggle around and be like, okay, if I put 500 into savings and 500 into investing, I will still have X left over. If I put 700 into savings and 500 i'll have x left over and then at the end you'll be able to see what the savings goal and what the investing goal gets to by the 12 month Mm. period so it kind of you can play around and see what works nice one thing that i do really like about what you have just described is actively allocating money to fun yeah because i think let me take a step back if you don't do that what I think you can end up doing is feeling bad every time you go out and spend money at dinner or with your friends. And that's where I feel like budgets can really sort of spiral and not be a positive thing. You need to be able to go out and socialize and do those things that sort of fill your cup. So I think doing really actually having a good think about allocating money towards that is quite important. A hundred percent. I think if you if you're so restricted in that, mm. if you give yourself a figure like a hundred bucks or something, you're really restricted. You're going to think, oh, I can't say yes to that or I can't say yes to that. But if you give yourself a bucket that you can use it for socializing or fitness or an activity or going away for a weekend or something, you give yourself that bucket, you can kind of use it, you know, mm. without it being a super restricted number. Yeah. Some more self-reflection for you from me. Yes. I think one of the things that is stopping me from doing what you've done is I'm a bit scared to go back and have a look at these things. Yeah. Like I'm a bit scared of the reality check that I might get if I go back and actually have a look at how much I've spent on dinners and nights out. I kind of don't want to know, but I feel like maybe that's not a healthy thing. I think it's, it's not that it's unhealthy. I think it's human nature, Yeah, but it's eye opening and it's necessary because it's not like, you know, you think in your head, oh, I'm this, I'm amazing with money or whatever. Like, but when you look back, you need to know those figures. Yeah. It's kind of just like eye opening to be like, okay, that's how much I actually do spend. So let's yeah. create an allocation that's going to work for that rather yeah. than, you know, thinking, oh, I only spend like a hundred bucks a month on eating out. Like, yeah. no, we live in like an inflationary environment. Everything's going up. It's a really good and easy thing to do to Mm. do I must say yeah knowledge is power my other thing I will just say is that if you do have any other specific goals which I put in for this as well so there's another little toggle if you have like a travel like or a a mini budget that you want to hit during the year um I have for example a thousand dollars that I want to have by July um because I want to do a you know a seven day 
thing in Australia with a couple of friends. So that will include flights and accommodation and whatever else. Mm. I have put that in just above the saving and investment line. And it just means $1,000 across seven months is 150 bucks a month. Nice. So I'm putting that into a different little savings account. Yeah, short-term savings goal. Yeah, and it's a good little thing to just think about, okay, if I need that by July, what do I need to start saving now? Love it. I'm not going to lie. I actually feel physically nervous. Yeah. <laughs> but I am going to set myself the challenge of trying to do this. Yeah. Just the way I did it, one morning I was sitting in bed, it was a Sunday. I hadn't been drinking the night before. Probably don't recommend doing it after a night of drinking. <laughs> it's real you might demons. feel depressed. <laughs> but I just did it sitting in bed with a coffee and I just looked at a couple of things. It wasn't, it's not strenuous, but it's okay. good to, and then I just jotted them down in my phone. So, you know, a typical night out when you're having dinner, it's actually probably, if you're going to go out for drinks afterwards, sometimes it is around that over a hundred dollar mark just for one dinner yeah. because you're out and about, you get an Uber, you forget, like, it's not just mm. dinner, you get an Uber, you like blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just... Just yeah. jot them down and get okay. a general sense. And then I've made it easy to, for you because sometimes it's just hard to start because you don't know where to start. Yeah. And I've got a template that Thank will be shared so in our Facebook group. Maybe I'll vlog this experience. I would love that. <laughs> you can tell us how much you spend on the weekend. Let's get oh, real. I'm stressed. Let's get real deep. All right. Now, I've actually got a quick question before we end. Yeah. If, if someone asked you, like, how much do you spend a month? on your fun fund like would you willing them, willingly tell them I genuinely think I don't I have no concept of what the answer to that question is which is why I need to do this exercise but if you looked at it right and you found out what it was I think so yeah I think I mean it depends who the person is yeah. amongst my friends I very actively try and talk about money yeah. more because I think it's something that we can learn so much from each other yeah hence why we do this podcast no of course of course um but yeah I try and be as open as I can with things like that yeah because I'll just note that when I looked at mine I was kind of embarrassed about what I spent yeah and that's why I kind of want to change some of my habits and it's not embarrassed in a bad way I just think I I was like wow I spend probably way too much on Mm. things and it got me thinking, like, what would I tell? Like, not that it sounds a bit stupid. Would I tell anyone? It's not like a no. bad thing, but I was no, like, No, I know wow. what you mean. It just goes back to, like, we are so private about money. Like, we yeah. do this podcast yeah. every week and we talk about investing. But, like, generally speaking, in society, we are so private about money. Yeah. Like, an Aperol these days is $20, people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why? So interesting. Anyway. Okay. That is week two done. We have identified habits, our money ins and outs. We have talked about setting a budget, a financial plan, a friend. (laughs) As we mentioned last week, one of the best things to do is get a friend involved in this experience with you in Feb. It makes it so much easier if you are accountable. You can share your experiences like I'm going to with you guys. (laughs) So send this episode to a friend if you enjoyed it. And follow for more tips and tricks on our Instagram page at YIGC podcast. It's the same tag for TikTok. And any questions or any thoughts on budgeting, we'd love to hear it. We will be popping the template that Sophie's made into our investing, into our investing, into our Facebook group, YGC Investing Podcast Discussion Group. Otherwise, you will hear us next week for number three of Feb. Feb things to do in Feb. <laughs> we'll catch Financial you then. Things. Bye. <laughs>
You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was, like, wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, you you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.